Yeah, I'm trying to... Let's look at Nintendo Life, Nintendo Game Switch file sizes. Only people like me would actually look at stuff like that, so I don't blame you for not knowing off the top of your head. <laughs> hey, man, I've put you on the spot enough times on this podcast, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, I'm just saying we can cut all this out yeah don't worry I'm I'm already (laughs) planning oh no I need to verify my age nice job Randall I'm not old enough (laughs) I'm not old enough to look at these games (laughs) why did I bother putting my oh it even says downloaded oh because I'm logged in Uh, oh my (laughs) god Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. My name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey, everybody. John Hines. Hey there. And DJ Mandolini. Yo. Full house once again. I don't know why I got to call attention to that every single time everybody's here, but it just, you know, it's a it's a momentous occasion when we can all get together. <laughs> That's so right. We got to we got to celebrate. So absolutely. What better way to celebrate than doing what we do maybe best or at least <laughs> mediocre, hopefully we'll talk about some video throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But uh, John, why don't you uh, you're probably playing the newest or at least the most recently released thing. It's not necessarily the newest game, but the, the most, most recent recently released released on a new <laughs> yeah. platform. That's right. Uh, which is the name of the name of the game on Switch, as we've talked about oh, many yeah. times. Yes. Basically, uh, since Control came out originally uh, back in August of 2019, mm-hmm. uh, it's been on my radar and it's been a game that I've been very much waiting for either to ha- me ha- get a PC that could play it or a PC at all <laughs> or <laughs> to wait for it to get ported to a system that I own. And I was not expecting it to ever really get ported in the way that it did uh over to switch or at least as soon as it did on to switch uh, yeah just out of nowhere with like they do all the time like we've mentioned with a few games on the podcast like they just release it during one of the nintendo directs which is or at least right after it or whatever yeah and the the difference is and the reason why they were able to port it over to the switch is because they're testing out the waters on something they've done with resident evil before where it's a cloud service for the game and you're running the you're basically uh streaming the game through like it's running on a remote server somewhere and you're just kind of streaming it over the internet so you do need a constant internet uh connection throughout in order to play this game and it's constantly checking you can't leave the game idle for too long which is a very hard thing for me. I know you mentioned that, yeah. (laughs) The way that I will play a game is I will boot it up and then go do something else and just kind of like leave it like on a menu screen or like at a save point and then I'll come back an hour later. So Mm -hmm. this has been an interesting experience just from that standpoint and like, oh no, this is a game I need to like set aside time. I'm going to sit down and I'm playing this game. And initially, when I uh, I was very excited for this game and had been anticipating it for over a year at this point, right. and I set up uh, some time to play it right on like it, it was released. I think at like nine a.m. or whenever the Nintendo Direct was downloaded. It was it early, yeah, and like immediately started playing it and 
then also then immediately started running into connection issues, which <sighs> as like it's been, I don't know, a week or so since it was originally released on like Switch and I'm not encountering any issues now. But man, those first few days were incredibly rough. Would it uh, just I gotta drop think you that's, or like would it just get really slow? It was we, like it wouldn't even connect to the game like there were i was constantly getting errors that like oh like either game needs to shut down or like remote access to remote server is not like processing and oh gosh like like on day two which again like the, the these are like i don't know they seem at the time, you know, it's like, oh, this is a, a, a problem. I can't access the game I bought. But also, calm the fuck down. It was like a day that it took. <laughs> yeah, for but like, still, you're like, hey, I just spent 40 bucks. You know, right. I want to I want to play this game. I right? know. Uh, like, but, but, but yeah, it sounds like it's maybe a combination of like it. Everybody trying to log in at the same exact time. And mm-hmm. also it maybe ironing, ironing out some kinks on Nintendo's end. Yeah, especially since like this is like what the first major cloud game that they're releasing worldwide like right not just in japan yeah. and like there were i'm guessing a ton of issues to iron out and like the main screen now has an update that says though we've fixed the wait list like thing like that was a huge issue or whatever and like it's totally fine now but even in like the first like three days or so like I think right around like 5 p.m. because I would be playing it throughout the day, but like basically yeah. right when like I don't know I would assume people in like my area were getting off work and playing the game, like that's when I would start like that's when I would get connection issues Ugh. and suddenly I would be like oh there's like slow down and like it would happen <laughs> mid battle oh. where like there would just be like full like two second input lag. So, like, I would be oh. running, like, straight oh. into enemies, <laughs> and, like, the camera would also be, like, like reacting after the fact, so I would just be, like, getting these really great camera angles of just enemies just bodying. <laughs> it's, like, in cinema mode. Oh, God. Like, so that was rough, and in addition to that, it also has two options, like, right from the get-go. There's a graphics mode and a performance mode or enhanced performance mode and an enhanced graphics mode okay so i right off the bat i started with like the enhanced performance mode because i want a better controlling thing i don't i really don't care like what you want to play the game yeah yeah especially on switch it's like exactly like (laughs) i know what you're doing and you know that you're playing it on a cloud server like i just want to know that i'm going to have minimal issues right and i want the priority (laughs) to be on the control of the game rather than what the game looks like and then i played that a bunch of times and i thought honestly looks great because again I don't really have that high of standards for what a game looks like to begin with. I still think it looks incredible, even from like an objective standpoint. I think it's a really pretty game, and I think that the like cloud streaming does a really good job of that. So after a while, I was like, you know what? I really should just check out what the enhanced graphics mode looks like. And I honestly think it looks way worse on the enhanced huh. graphics mode. Mm-hmm. And like, I, Interesting. I, I don't really notice that much of a difference controls wise, but like, I yeah. think that the sacrifice of like make, maybe making things look like a little higher texture or like 
higher whatever then the, like the frame rate is sacrificed so and right. i think that's a really weird thing like if you're like this is the graphics mode i wouldn't think that frame rate would be the thing that you would look to cut down on yeah yeah you want the game running as smooth as possible not as not choppier or whatever some right. people want it pretty but like yeah. this, it just seemed <sighs> like a weird thing like it uh, uh like as someone who does not care about frame rate at all like just watching it i was like yeah, I think the lower texture or like lower fidelity at a f- higher frame rate looks way better than like kind of choppier, like with like, oh, look how shiny everything is. So, right. Yeah, this isn't even probably the best reference, but I do remember when like uh, the Madden games were first released on like the first like year or two on Xbox 360. And it was like they they were very clearly different than the ones on like PS2 and GameCube that were still getting released. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just like they clearly just focused so much on like getting the sweat beads on Donovan McNabb's face. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, and like that was all that was like all they cared about. And the game played like shit where like me and my brother (laughs) would still play on GameCube and be like, yeah, this this is still a fun game. You know, arcadey football we're like yeah when you i don't know yeah there's the emphasis is i just don't care about the visuals that much no yeah or just like you know focus that on like the cinematic parts or like the cutscenes, not right the interactive yeah elements. not during the game yeah if, if it's going to affect the way the game plays yeah yeah but overall i think like it just controls really well like i think that as a like with the few hiccups that were at the beginning of the like i don't know installment period or trial period i think they've pretty much ironed almost all of those out i really don't encounter any slowdown or lag or any like connection issues since then and I've, i've been very judicious about making sure that every time that i'm done playing i'm like closing out because (laughs) there would be like an additional menu press like if i left it on like not there's the menu the cloud menu to get into the access the game and then there's the main menu of the game like when there so again if you're like oh i've quit the game and i'll come back to this and then if you're coming back after not playing it for an hour and you're in you've passed the cloud and like menu but you're still in like the main menu of the game after that it's like no you've disconnected from the server we need to boot you out all the way from the back and i was like all right (laughs) Every time I'm done playing this game, I'm closing this game, and I'll just reboot it from the start. Yup. Like, it's, it's just what you got to do. Good Geeky yeah. question for you. Do you know offhand or like have a roundabout way of, of remembering uh, the size of the download for Control on your system? Ooh, I don't remember the size, but it was pretty small i mean yeah that's kind of what i'm wondering is it just like a little seed file just to access the server or did they bother like installing assets on the switch itself it sounds like it's primarily all just pulling from that server to power everything yeah the game file is 98 megabytes okay so there you go yeah yep all right nice that tells me what i need it's a key it is a key like some kind of encrypted code oh yep but, it, but, but I mean, but overall, like you're not finding like now that you're over that hump, you're not finding it because I know like DJ and I did a trial run. Granted, this was a long time ago of PlayStation now back when they only offered games on like via streaming. Right. And I remember we tried playing like Spelunky 
And like we had, we just tried it. We bounced around on a couple other games, but any game that required any kind of precision was just like, nope, can't play that game. Yeah, can't play that game. So I mean, you're not finding that to be an issue. No, I'm not. I'm not running into any issue. Like, I mean, I think even when I was uh, like running into like the connection issues or the server issues, like yeah, I, and I was getting those wild swings of the camera or control like. I actually didn't die in any of those times. So like, I actually kind of really liked just like having an added challenge. Like there were a couple like really like close calls on that where like I was, as soon as like I wrested control back from the internet (laughs) connection, I was just like, all right, run away, regroup, like find some cover. But like it, I've not like encountered any issue where like I'm unable to play the game because of like any connection issues. Yeah, well, because nice. I, I would just say like when we were playing like Spelunky, it was like to the point where like I was pretty much whiffing every jump because mm-hmm. it was like I'm just when you would think you would hit jump, it would the input would just be delayed enough to where like you just can't like I, yeah, if it, it was, was a thing where we yeah. yeah, it wasn't like we were just running into a. Uh, it's buffering for a, a quick second and it's fucking us up. Right. It's like, no, it is just the whole entire time. It's like the lag is so bad. But again, this was probably like five, six years ago. If you know, it was, it was a while ago for sure. Mm, three, like, four, maybe not quite that long, but it, it was again before PlayStation was offering, like they do offer some games that you can download on that service now. But at the time it was all streaming. Yeah. I guess yeah. also my loadout, like the, there is a, a, your telekinetic attack is kind of targeted so like that is actually kind of something that you can kind of do without really even looking at the screen or aiming too like carefully. So that's a little bit automatic. And also my loadout for the weapon is almost always like a machine gun setting. So like that was also just <laughs> nice. like spread and like could stagger enemies if any of the random shots fired hit them. So maybe my, maybe if I was, you know, doing the like uh, like sniper setting on like that, then I think that would have not been gone well. Yeah. How far are you into the game so far, would you say? Um, Just maybe guess, like so you know, if you don't know. A you dozen know. hours or so. Oh, damn. Nice. Okay, so you've played quite a bit. Yeah. Nice. Nice. I'm going to be playing quite a bit more. Nice. Nice. I still have a DJ's copy that I borrowed a while back, which I either need to start playing or get back to DJ so he can refresh his memory. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were a big fan, right? DJ of Control? Or at I least a, a fan? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I got it from my old roommate, Mikey, and uh, when we were living together, he would watch me play, and he noticed a significant um, difference in the way that uh, he and I approached the game, and we found that, well, we found it was mainly due to me playing on a console versus him playing on a computer, because Mm, playing on the console... Um, it really limited my ability to do aerial combat because like the jump button and the joystick to aim, like those are both things that I do with my thumb. Uh, so I couldn't really do both at the same time. Whereas hmm. on the computer, you're just using the space bar to jump and you're just doing the mouse for the aiming. So you can like do more aerial wow. combat. Um, so if you're I, good at playing with a mouse and keyboard, because there's no way in hell I could do that. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's. But I know what you, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, yeah. You get into like almost a god mode, basically, in this game eventually, and so you, 
I I would have. I haven't. Been able to, so I, <laughs> I, you you will, John. It's, I, uh, <laughs> I I kind of wish I had played with more of that flexibility, but we'll we'll get into it when you when you make some more progress, John. And I really oh. do need a refresher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll either drop that off to you. I'll, I'm either going to start playing some control and have some thoughts, or dropping that off to you and then maybe start playing alan wake which i know is somehow tied into the series it's made by the same developers Mm -hmm. and it's uh i think there was like a the last dlc of uh control was like i know i remember our buddy mikey yeah it was like really pushing hard like dude the last dlc is amazing it's kind of alan wakey and all this stuff so i'm sure it would be great any context of what alan wake was because it alan wake i know is like kind of like a slight you know it's a little horror-y i played it a little bit like it's it's definitely got some horror vibes to the point where it actually did kind of scare me i know i've said on the podcast in the past that i don't get scared by video games but they do that thing where like the audio where it's like the where it's like a mixture of like a regular person's voice and then this modulated and they keep like kind of going in and out of like, you know, regular speaking and then this monster voice and it, the way it like fluctuates and this like just like guy with a chainsaw pop out like, I'm going to kill you. If you like <laughs> that just, like, voice stuff, so you're going to love control. <laughs> OK, heck yeah. <laughs> So we'll we'll have some thoughts on control and maybe Alan Wake too because yeah it's on there Game Pass and Randall and I it's just sitting right there so there maybe you we'll go. check it out um, and actually I didn't plan this at all but the next game we're going to talk about was also uh, like announced and released during a uh, Nintendo Direct though not the most recent one uh, but Randall and I have both been playing some Sky Racket yes, recently and I actually beat this game um, <laughs> and that is no small f- I, like I'm pretty. Fucking your proud own of horn. myself. Yeah, that, I'm that pretty proud of it. myself. Yeah, that's it, the... yeah, it is like so. We'll get into. I guess like it is kind of like a bullet hell shooter. Yes, meets a um, a brick breaker. You know, yeah, uh, Arkanoid or whatever, but more horizontally scrolling instead of uh, yes, you know, vertically. I guess yes. Um, but yeah, you play as like it, the style of the game kind of reminds me a lot of like Astro Boy. Yeah, um, just like the kind of anime cutscene in the beginning and like really great, like, you know, almost like that Sonic Mania style, Very not quite vibrant. on that level. But like, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the that's it caught my like it's been on my radar ever since it was announced during that Nintendo Direct because it just yep. the colors just pop. Yep. Like just super, super bright. Uh, yeah, Saturday morning cartoon kind of vibes. Really, really nice looking kind of 16 slash 32 bit sprite art all over the yeah. place. It's it's nice. It looks it's nice. R- it's really great looking yeah. and just like it just oozes charm, like all the kind of characters and even like the bricks, you know, some of them are wearing like sunglasses yeah. and those ones take a couple extra hits to break. And like the the main thing is like, yeah, so like we mentioned, it's kind of like a bullet hell shooter, but mixed with like a break, you know, and be, being called Sky Racket, you're basically just holding a tennis racket and you're flying around in the air as a character, you know, kind of a pretty large character, yes. which doesn't seem to have a small hitbox. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's no like heart that's just like, oh, just a few pixels. No, it's like your whole character to the best of my knowledge. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're trying to like you you don't have any firing abilities for the most part. There's a couple little things you can get yeah. um, throughout the game. But like for the most part, you're just sh- like whacking projectiles back at the enemies. And there's like some that are more like pellets that are just kind of like one time like you hit them and they'll they'll bounce off the walls or the edges of the screen until they hit an enemy or a brick or something. Uh, but then there's kind of like this main enemy that'll come up You in most cases like behind all the bricks. It's like a duck or something. Yeah. And like it'll shoot out these like 
slightly bigger uh, like pong projectiles and just you can hit those back and forth. And the more you rally those, they'll turn into like a, if you rally it quite a few times, you yeah. got to hit it like, you know, 15 times or more. Easier said than done. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and get it turning into like the rainbow version or something. Yes. I forget what it calls it in the tips, but that'll like kind of plow through uh, any of the bricks and stuff and just kind of go straight through them. But yeah, this game like. Do not let the because in my head, I, I was booting it up thinking like, oh, this is kind of like a cute shoot em up. You know, I'll have like kind of like just an arcade, you know, relaxing, not relaxing. I know any game like this is gonna, looking to have some kind of challenge, but, you know, it, it definitely just doesn't look like it's going to whoop your ass. Right. But holy crap. Uh, like I said, I did end up beating this game, but I have I, I, I guess it's a you know, it's a testament to the game that I kept playing again and again, because I know I've mentioned on the podcast, too, that I like will bounce off a game or just be, not even bounce off, but sometimes just be like, oh, I'm done with like I get the idea. I'm moving on to the next game or whatever. And this one, I just kept playing levels again and again and again. And I took a few breaks and kept coming back and played some stuff. And then, Randall, yeah, you mentioned that there was like an anniversary update with yeah. like a few new uh like the anniversary of like the i don't know if it's the anniversary of the release of the game or of the original is. prototype yeah. from I like 2015 hmm. i i know that the original prototype is from 2015 and that's yeah. what these new like anniversary levels are based on but yeah i think it is the one year one anniversary year. Yeah. of the game coming out yeah. um, which that's crazy to think that nintendo direct was that long ago it feels like it was like just the previous one but i know <laughs> i guess not yeah but yeah what have you been thinking i know you said you kind of hit a little bit of a wall oh my but gosh was that in a good way or a bad way or uh it's yeah it's just it like you said it's it's very difficult and yeah like you also said your avatar character's hitbox is huge you are not Massive. small whatsoever in like you don't move as fast as you might expect compared to your average shmup or cute em up or whatever. Although you do have like that dash, you which do. I didn't mention either. It's like kind of like a roll sort of, and it's, you're not invincible, but it definitely does make your hitbox smaller. It does. And you kind of like somersault around at a quicker pace. Although I never got quite used to that completely, I felt like, but that's that's on me more than the game. Like, no, I did by the end, but only out of pure necessity. Yeah. It took me a, it took me a while to get used to like it got to the point where I was just kind of feathering between yes. like whacking somersaulting around and whacking around like it's just it got to like, you know, like spasm mode. In yeah, a good you way. have to weave through bullet hell like constantly. like it. Yeah, it, it is bullet hell for real. Yes. I mean, there is stuff flying everywhere yes everywhere it's crazy and not all of those projectiles you can hit back only certain ones that are like ball shaped coming from like that duck character or other things can you actually yeah. hit back with your racket and i'll also say sometimes that racket hit box is not so forgiving also where like you right. have to be pretty damn precise to nail that timing to hit your racket to to hit the ball back yeah, it's uh, more I would say it's more the timing than like the hitboxes. Yeah. I say they're I would say they're pretty generous with like the swipe they give you. You know, it's like yeah. a little below, a little above your it's like a pretty good arc. But yeah, you can there's so many times where I was like, Yes, I got this one and immediately take damage. Yeah. Although again, they're pretty generous on how much health they give you too. I think you get three hearts, which is up to six health, but like you usually take half a point of damage for but most. If attacks. you bring up, if you bring with you one of the little sub characters that you can the take buddies. Yeah. The buddies, yes. which are awesome. And you have several different ones, which kind of reminds me of the, uh, the game air zonk where you could have like, Oh yeah. Characters you can pick, but, uh, 
as soon as you take a hit, you lose said buddy. And it's like, son of a bitch. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, do I restart this level or do I want to keep going? Like it's, yeah, it's cause you can pick level. them up on like the overworld map. Yeah. Uh, which is another thing worth mentioning. Like I was really pumped that this get like usually shoot em ups have like six or eight levels, you know, mm. or something like that. This one has like multiple planets and they yep. kind of set it up where it's like game set match or there's like two, there's three sets and it's two levels and then a boss battle on yep. each planet. And then also you can pick up one of these buddies along the way yep. as you, you know, traverse and progress through the game. But yeah, there was probably, I think there were five planets in total. Um, so like saw about 15 levels. Oh yeah. There's well, no, you know what? I think there's four and like a little bit extra, like a little bit, you know, like one extra battle or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I did beat the game, but I did not 100 percent it because also oh on top of like like beating the game, like there's or beating the levels, which is hard enough as it is. There's also all those challenges on each level. Yeah. Like there's usually five challenges of like, you know, kill X amount of enemies or break X amount of bricks or it's different on each level, yeah. uh, which I think is kind of cool. But to unlock the kind of final battle. To the best of what I can tell, I think you have to complete every single one of those challenges. Like it wasn't like, oh, if you have 20 of these, you can unlock it. It's like it was like have 53. And it was just it was such a specific number. I was like, I think that's just all of them. Not going to happen. Not for me. No way in hell. I could I I think I had like 12 or eight or something like that out of 53. Like so hard those challenges and i was wondering like if that would maybe be easier co-op but i know you said you and tina didn't get a chance to play it no uh, in the couch co-op mode or anything no this game is just like so difficult that it was it was hard enough for me to play it on my own and i feel like it it might also be harder with two people just because it would add that much more chaos to the screen on top of everything else (laughs) Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it's pretty, though. And I love like there's little bits of polish, especially visually, like when levels start, they do that kind of sonic, you know, very sonic screen. I love that. Very sonic. I love Love that, too. It's so dynamic. The way like the text pops in and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. but oh my God, it's so hard. I <laughs> glad I own it and I, you know, I will pop it on from time to time, but yeah, as of now I've just hit a wall and I'm like, oh, let's, let's play something else for a little while. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely one that I was wishing had online. Cause I was yeah. like, oh, I'd love to play this with Randall. Like yeah. I, that was something like I could definitely see us at least hacking away at, you yeah. know, maybe we wouldn't beat it, but we did, we could give it a, give it a go, you totally. know? But yeah, and, and I do, you know, mentioning you mentioned the start of the levels. Also, when you get to like a boss, like right before there's like a nice like splash screen, yeah. kind of like enter the gungeon style. Yeah. There's a ton of games that do that. But it's I love so those cool. like kind of boss like freeze frame with like kind of a yeah, just very comic booky. Yeah, love it. It's great. Um, Yeah, I would say overall big fan. But yeah, you got to be in for a challenge. Yes, it is not an easy game. And it might look like. It might look like it if you're just looking at the screenshots, you know, it might look like, oh, just a charming little take on a shoot 'em up, you know, be prepared for pain. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, before I talk about the other game, I wanted to talk about real quick. I did beat a couple other games recently that I went back to. I beat Gato Roboto recently oh, nice. and just kind of went back and uh, I started actually a new file because I was like kind of forgot where I was at. And I made one of those 15 minutes of game videos for the forgot a roboto and i was like you know what i'm just gonna pick up from here and i i did also came nowhere near 100 percent. i think i was at 62 percent but i just freaking love that game i know we were kind of mixed on it john like you were kind of like ah it's just a regular platformer or i was (laughs) or or you were mixed or we were not on the same page i guess is more what i was getting at 
But uh, but yeah, I just it, it really is more of like a pure platformer that's kind of split into like five or six different level chunks. But I just really love it. And I love the the humor and charm, I think, is just so great. Like even when you when you get to like the ending, I guess minor spoiler alert, but it's like. Um, you know, it's this robot's talking to the cat and it's like, in case there's a human controlling you that has that irresistible desire to feel 100%, there's no point of going back after this. Like, this is your last chance to go back and get everything. And it's like, Mm -hmm. number one, I appreciate, yeah, if I did want to go for that, I appreciate that. Yeah. But also just the way it was implemented, it was more cleverly written than I just (laughs) paraphrased it. But it was, it was just, I just really, really loved it. And then I did end up finishing uh, Carol Blaster and beat that on Zangu yes. mode, um, which I did. I know I just mentioned it. I like I did a follow up on it a few weeks ago, and I just wanted to mention it is 100% a different game. Like it is wow. different levels, different boss battle, different ending at the end. Wow. Uh, totally. Like most of the bosses throughout the game were like just souped up versions of the bosses. But the final boss was 100% different. Um, and yeah, just had a whole, whole different, you know, structure of the levels and everything using the same tile set, but really cool. And I also, it unlocked like the ultimate hard mode of like starting out with one heart. Um, but you get to keep all your buffs from your regular mode. It's not so enough. it's like, I don't, it actually doesn't sound that bad. Cause at no. first I thought, I thought you only could keep one heart for the whole run. <laughs> I know the look John's giving right now. It's great. One heart in that game. <laughs> well, at first I thought it was one heart. But you can buy hearts throughout okay. the game and you can actually upgrade that. I thought it was going to keep you like, hey, you can't ever you can keep all your perks and upgrades, but you can't ever upgrade your health. But you right. can. But you usually start the game with three. So it definitely mm-hmm. does start off the game. But being that you're kind of buffed up. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I might give it a go. We'll see. I've been doing some more streaming lately. So and speaking of that, the game I did want to talk about just real quick is a game called Null Drifter that I picked up on sale from a Panda Indie Studios and it's published by East Asia Soft or East Asia Software and they like I went ended up going through and diving and picking up a ton of games from them on sale cuz they were doing a publisher sale I guess and like I they're one of the unsung indie publishers I would say like a lot of 5 and 10 dollar games like normal price um that were on sale for like half off but Shoot really me some cool looking. give me give me some refreshers here what do they got I, I none of them are going to ring a bell no. to you I, like they're all they're all titles that like I just kind of found through this sale. And okay. the first one I found was actually this game called Pity Pit, okay. which is made by the same guy who made uh, Null Drifter. Okay. Um, and I just, that was kind of how I found it. I was like, oh, Panda Indie Studios. How did I, okay, there, it led to that. And then I picked up another game called Red Death, also from the same. And I think there's a game called Project Starship X. It's like a roguelike shoot 'em up uh, that's only on PC that's from the same developer. And that's okay. kind of what they're most known for. Um, but yeah, this game Null Drifter is like, Pretty much think Geometry Wars, you know, single screen, twin stick shooter, um, but it's like a one bit style. It's got a little bit of a roguelike thing going on, but not really like I've, I've played maybe three hours or so and like I've already maxed out everything where I have like my starting health is max, my starting damage is max, like there's... Like once you upgrade to the full extent, like that's just it, you know, kind of like down well once you get all the pallets and different modes or whatever. Um, you're kind of there, but basically it's just twin stick shooter. And then you have a dash, but your dash also acts as like a melee attack. And then there's also like, and that'll kill everything but a boss. And it's just like wave after wave. And you're just trying to get a high score based on what wave or what level they call it, but what wave you make it to. 
and they only show the top 10 scores on the leaderboard. Like you can't see where you're at or what else is on there, but hmm. level 18 is what you need to get to, to make it to the leaderboard. And I've made it to level 17. I've actually okay. done a couple streams. I've made it to 16 a few times. I've made it to 17. It's a little higher on PC. Cause I was chatting with someone on Twitter and they're like, Oh, it looks like you got to hit level 20 to hit the leaderboard. And I was like, not on switch. We got a bunch of fucking noobs. Um, so I, uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been just kind of going ham on that game. And like, I, I just like it, honestly, I mean, it's, it, this is an overstatement probably, but it's one of my favorite games that I have on my switch. It's Ooh. like, it is no matter what I'm going to keep going back and back and back to this game. Like it's just such immediate pickup and play, like to get to level 16 or 15 or whatever is like maybe a 10 minute run at most. Um, and just the way things ramp up and you get like a little like kind of like a warning sign, like a little yellow triangle, well, it's whatever color the palette is for the that you have selected, but like a little, uh, you know, like a warning sign with an exclamation point on it that shows you like where an enemy is going to come in from off the screen. Nice. And it's really all about like getting those dashes in and attacking those enemies before they start spraying their bullets everywhere, because once it starts filling the screen and again, because it is this one bit pixel art style where like your ship is the same color as all the bullets flying everywhere like they do a pretty good job of like kind of with some visual notify like you can kind of see like a grid on the x and y axis that kind of shows where your ship would be um but anyways i don't know it's just such an immediate pick up and play game i just love the shit out of this game i can't stop playing it and I am determined to crack that leaderboard. So nice. I will definitely keep uh, updated on that and hopefully no capture it on a stream. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And I, like I said, I picked it up a half off for two fifty, but for five bucks, I would not scoff for a second. Like it is, it is awesome. Nice. Love this game. Nice. But uh, DJ, what have you been uh, playing this week? I've just been polishing a couple things off. Uh, hey, I'm, t- I'm taking after you. I know. I felt like I was like, DJ's going to be proud of me. I beat some games. <laughs> I am, man. Get on that leaderboard. <laughs> it's a great feeling. There you go. <laughs> I know. It's so uh, It's so fun when you feel like it's even if you just feel like it's within reach. It's just such a great feeling. Dude, when, when I uh, got like my stared in run, like where I was in like the 30s Ooh. or whatever, I was just like, oh, oh yeah, man, this is just an incredible feeling. So nice. I, I want yeah. you to keep that, that was a, Kevin. That was amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to crack it for sure. Top 10. I don't think I can get to the top one. I think somebody is like level 28 or something like that. So I don't know if I can quite get there, but you're a chump. You can do it. I can beat some of the, the switch noobs. <laughs> uh, well, I've just been. uh Yeah. Polishing off uh, Undertale, uh, we talked about um, I had started a pacifist run, hadn't completed it, uh, so I completed the pacifist run, and uh, I'm, uh, spoiler alert, I'm just going to say shit, because I assume, <laughs> Kevin, you're not going to play this game anymore. I'm not playing it anymore, and, nope. And Randall, you beat it, and John, you know everything, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But fucking... That last boss battle with Asriel Dreamer is just so fucking satisfying. It's just <laughs> Very like, good. it's just the music, it just pumps me up so much. And then, like, all the like emotional context that the battle has, where you're like rescuing all the friends you've made throughout your right. quest. Oh, it's, it's just it's such a. I'm hearing great... the song in my head right now, and I'm just like, yeah. yes, that's yeah. great. So Feels you, good. You both have completed pacifist runs in the past then, or you have as well, John? Yes. 
Yeah. It's and hardcore. Yeah. But like, for real. <laughs> I, I didn't know like how much, um, how, how much the story gets revealed like in the pacifist run. Like I, I yeah. knew a little bit about like the Alphys lab thing. I thought that was something I missed that I could have done on the neutral route, but no, that's a pacifist thing apparently. Mm. And mm. it's, okay. it's, I don't know. I think it's really cool how it seems like each path has like its own kind of consideration. And it's like, it, it totally it does feel significantly different than the others. Um, mm-hmm. because I did after the pacifist route, I did go the genocide route, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> which I, you know, like I actually didn't think that it was as sad as when you would kill players on the neutral route because yeah. like, huh. I, I feel like okay. on the genocide route, like they just kind of set you up right away to be like yeah you're a fucking evil kid and like there's there's no room for like you know when i killed undyne and was like crying and then like a couple seconds later papyrus calls you on your cell phone it's just like oh i think you should like you and undyne should hang out i think you guys would get along really well it's just like oh fuck Uh, (laughs) yep yep but yeah it it was just like it, it was cool to go and focus way more on the battles themselves than I guess like all the cutesy story elements because like that that's if if you didn't see the video I posted to the discord it the the last boss of the uh genocide route is Sans and he is just the fucking it doesn't look like an enjoyable boss fight like it looks just like so it took much me hours. Yeah, <laughs> like and oh, uh, yeah, I don't have I know we were talking just talking about going back at it again and again on Skyracket, but it was not hours. It was like, okay, three, four, five attempts. Okay, I'll take a break, come back tomorrow. No. No. I can't I can't just sit there for <laughs> Four hours beating my head against the boss. DJ's got that persistence. Like I, I know, I think, man. I, think I, I used to, but God, just like, too many games. It's just such like a reflex-based um, like fight too. Like I, there's only so much that like memorizing can do for you. Like I, okay. I was very iffy on whether I'd even be able to beat it. Like yeah. So I'm Oof. very glad that I did, um, <laughs> but. It's man, what a what a game! I'm, I'm, I'm very. <laughs> yeah. I, I am glad that I'm glad that I did all the paths. I am kind of yeah, not thrilled that I went out on the genocide path. Mm-hmm. But then again, if you do the genocide path before you do the pacifist path, God, it fucks yeah. up the ending because that's yeah. how meta like he made the wow. game. Yeah. Uh, like even in the save file or whatever, man. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. cause that's the whole thing is that like, what well, I forget what the, I, I, so does Sans have the power to save or uh, what is his power? Cause like the, the difference is like you have a power. Flowey has the power to save. So Flowey is save. Are, is yours load or reset? Oh, I'm not. I'm not sure actually. Like this is the meta stuff. Cause like, <laughs> I mean, Flowey- in, in the genocide route, <laughs> Chara gives you the ability to reset or erase, okay. I guess. So okay, yeah, because oh, it, yeah, it's all like you have the tr- you have the true reset ability in the main menu. 
Yes. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. So it like, and the, the whole thing is that like in the like final boss battle with Sans, like the whole like dialogue that he's saying is like, you know what? Like how, how many times are you just going to make us go through this? Like you have, you're the only one with the power to like, just completely erase everything that we've done. Like, and that's like, <laughs> don't, don't enjoy that, which is why I haven't touched uh, the save file since I last beat it. Cause I was like, nah, I don't even like, even for a fictional character, I don't want to do that. Everyone's happy. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not, oh, in, man. not in my ending, but <laughs> I still got, I still got to watch a let's play. I still got to watch a let's play, you do, man. It's great. Um, but yeah, so put away undertale very happy about that nice. uh went back to hack that we had talked about a while back uh that like yes. top down turn-based roguelike um mm-hmm. yeah like very traditional or like quirky but traditional roguelike yeah and that game is difficult i think i think like i was able to beat it i was uh like some sort of necromancer and i don't know i feel like i maybe just had a fortunate like build or combination to start with um yeah but when you can bring back those corpses and get them on your side it makes a big difference it it does but like it's also unless you're using that embalming fluid it's it's rare that you get them so it's, yeah yeah that's true yeah yeah it, it's it's not a power you can use as much as you think or is and, uh, and sometimes you want to consume those corpses to for health, you know. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I Hannibal think, style. Yeah. Uh, if I recall correctly, I think uh, we had talked about my gripe being like kind of the old man a little bit, or I, oh, I know I didn't. Dude. I know I didn't appreciate him as much as you did. But, He's uh, so funny. I thought. I thought yeah. of what I've played. I, I will say that uh, I, I like the direction they took things. It wa- it wasn't more of the same of that. It okay. It, it went to a it went to a point where like I was actually decently interested in what's going on. Um, oh, okay. So that's that's interesting because I I just found it like I found him charming and in you know the game like it kind of gets like glitchy you know and that's why I assume it's hack you know it's H A Q U E but yeah. I assume it's hack and it kind of like glitches out a little bit and that's usually when the old man will pop up at least early on in the game and it'll, it'll be kind of glitchy and he'll like just make some smart ass remark or something which I you just usually find pretty funny yeah um but I yeah I didn't I wouldn't have expected it to tie into like a bigger theme of the game but yeah I, I mean the game is like within 10 hours so it, it's not that extensive but it it does get a little meta and fourth wall breaky so it's it's pretty nice. interesting in that way um so i would i would recommend yeah. going back kevin yeah I, I still got i love that game and that's from super try studios and yeah. yeah i'm just a huge fan i haven't checked out a ton of their other stuff but just based on hack alone like i love what have you has the music grown on you at all or does it change at all is it, the it, is the game it changes because uh and, and it grew on me i i think knowing seeing it change like i was able to you know appreciate the kind of like chill this is the first world this is, yeah 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 it, it made it made more sense then yeah you're like usually in like this swamp area that's just got this kind of folksy guitar and like almost like these yeah just real twangy yeah like 
But not beginning. even a rhythm to it. it yeah, yeah. I, I, I would get bodied and be like, you know, fuck this guitar. I'm having a rough time over <laughs> Right, there. you're like, you're getting your ass kicked <laughs> and it's just like, I'm winning yeah. And like yeah. the guitars are like a little out of tune. So it's like in that folksy kind of way. It's yeah. just like, I don't know, I really like it. But it's cool because, yeah, the, the like title music is like really chip tune and like catchy. And, you know, so it's it's cool that it evolves and changes throughout the game. Yeah, it's it's nice. I'm glad I kept with it. Uh, especially nice. because now I've, uh, until we decide to, you know, coordinate on some more of those Itch.io bundle games, I'm, I'm yeah. done with the PC games for now, going back okay. to my PS4. Uh, <laughs> and nice. I, I checked out the, uh, like a trial run of uh, Watch Dogs 2, just because, you know, I, I, I had seen like randomly one day that like it you know that they were offering that uh demo um and i decently got into it i wasn't expecting to like want to play more i was expecting to do my typical like well i need to play i i have this so i need to play it through and you know once the trial's over i can say like okay well i'm done with the trial i, I checked it out and exactly yeah, yeah. but i i was decently compelled to buy it especially since it was on sale nice. for 12 bucks Nice. Um, nice. And I, I heard they improved a lot because the first game, I think, kind of suffered from like over promising and, and not delivering. It was like you can hack every device and you can do everything, you know, and then I think this this game was like more realistic. And once people's expectations were even lowered from the first game, it seemed like this one got a really good reception. Got it. Yeah, I, I didn't know real because I hadn't played the first one. I didn't really know what the difference either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember that. Yeah. But that would make sense if it's like, okay, I mean, setting up proper expectations is very important. Yeah, it was like Fable style, you know, like <laughs> everything you do is going to have a consequence. And it's like, no, you're just going to grow horns on your head or you're hey, not, yeah. <laughs> you know. Fable's a good game. <laughs> no, sure. I, yeah, I like those games. I but like it was horns. definitely over. <laughs> yeah. It was over exaggerated. Like it, it is literally just a meter of good and evil. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not. Yes. You know, every consequence has an or every action has a consequence. It's but. no KOTOR 2. <laughs> That's yeah. right. <laughs> Actually, speaking of that, I'm kind of surprised at how much your actions don't bear consequences in this game. Like, mm -hmm. okay, there's, I I don't know. Maybe I've just got so used to like uh, moral implications based on your actions. But like, I, you know, so, sometimes I'm driving through the city really fast and mm -hmm. I can't turn quick enough, and you know, a pedestrian has to. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit but like he's got the right you know the the only you know then then the cops get notified obviously and then there's that impetus to like not do anything but like you're not penalized in any sort of any sort of permanent sense like you're a bad person and you did this right. thing and yeah you're not right. so it's like kind of like, like g uh like quests or anything Right, right. Yeah, kind of like GTA style, like just you've alerted the cops or you've not, it, but otherwise... It feels yeah. very GTA because, like, also when those cops get um, notified, like, it can be pretty difficult to evade them. Like, Yeah, I, they go berserk, man. I was just expecting, like, you know, if I'm just driving like a maniac, I can out, like, I, I can just outspeed them and get away. But, like, no, like, you have to do they'll have like a copter just monitoring you and you have to do just like a lot of cutting down streets like all the time. And it's, it's actually 
really fun just playing that like evade the police kind of game which nice i usually get a little annoyed at like in games like i just find them like okay this is like hampering my gameplay but it's like no this is a sweet feeling i don't know if if the balance is right it can be fun because there were there were times when i would boot up like gta 3 and like i would play for the soul like me and my brother would just take turns like get the cop meter up to five stars and then see how long you can last and then until you die then it's the next person's turn like we weren't trying to do any missions you know nothing just playing the game and fucking around but that's kind of the fun of, but yeah when that balance is right it, it can be fun yeah especially since you know you still have uh you know hacking abilities while you're like in a vehicle you can like you know hack the streets so like the the water pipes underneath will burst once like the police drive over them or whatever so there's <laughs> nice still okay still does it go still, into like a bullet time or anything like when you're doing that kind of stuff or some kind of slow mode to no, trigger that or not at all okay so yeah you, you okay kinda, you kind of have to be on it um but yeah other than that stuff like there's you know a decent amount of like puzzle solving elements i guess i could say with this game um just because you're i don't know i've had to retrain how i approach certain scenarios because it's like okay now i have to take into consideration all these different like cameras that i can hack into and maybe i can like set traps based on those it's it's I'm not used to thinking outside of my personal avatar in terms of what I'm allowed to do. Yeah, thinking like strategically in a third person action game is not something you have to do that much. Right. Yeah. So it's been it's been cool. I I I will say like the the one thing I am a little annoyed by is that uh, besides the horrendous dialogue. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I just I I typically don't care for the dialogue from ubisoft games but yeah they they just seem like a little too i don't know it's like they think they they think they know what cool is and it's just like yeah just yeah it's either it's either too tryhardy or too like self-important like it's like dude it's just a game (laughs) yeah um but the the other thing that i'm a little uh annoyed at is there there's a decent amount of like needing to get to the top of a building like you you have to physically get up there not just you know hack a computer and that lets you get to what you need to do up there um but like you don't have a ton of climbing ability so you have to do stuff like go get a forklift and like let it uh, raise you to another level which is cool in a puzzle solving sense but like it can be a little tedious mm-hmm. yeah especially if you fall or something i could see uh, yeah but i am i am having a good time it's been a while i realized since uh i've played like a sandbox game and it's i, th- I think it's time so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep diving in nice, nice. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because yeah i remember the first one being kind of like catching my eye and thinking this looks cool or promising or whatever and just remembering hearing that it was just like yeah not that good yeah i mean like i I would be tempted to go back and play that just for the fact that it's based in chicago this one is san francisco Um, oh okay yeah i do remember that about the first one yeah yeah. so i because i guess i don't know if i've played any chicago-based games i'd like to see like oh like can i recognize midtown madness 
I hear played. it's pretty spot on. I, I actually do remember reading that. Like, I mean, it's it's not, you know, stuff is called different things. But right. I hear like if you're like if you're from Chicago, you will be kind of familiar with the with the surroundings and stuff, which is cool. That's really awesome. I've, I've seen the map of uh, Watch Dogs, too. I, I don't <laughs> think that you'll be very familiar with. Okay. A lot Fair of enough. Fair it, enough. I think it, it kind of makes very uh quick transitions from neighborhood to a neighborhood and doesn't Ugh. do it in that's a fair, yeah. necessarily accurate fashion <laughs> fluid way right. yeah enough. <laughs> have you played it john no like just that that is a one very specific thing where like someone posted a like this is the map of watchdogs 2 that's supposed to be chicago and i was like oh my god that's not even remotely close and like yeah the the one that i did as a comparison was i pulled up the map for midtown madness which was a very early like early 90s uh pc game that was just like just a driving simulator that took place in chicago and like you basically like Wrigley Field was four blocks away from Soldier Field, so like oh, it was. <laughs> but like even that felt like more, at least like tonally consistent with like, yeah, than, like, like all Watch the stadiums are nearby. Yeah, or yeah. no, like at least like it was just laid out in a way that was like, all right, we don't have like the space to like recreate every street, but like it goes like at least the neighborhoods were in order, but like the necessary, the the distance between them wasn't accurate. Yeah. They can, they condensed it in a way that made sense. Right. Whereas watchdogs two kind of is just like, this could have been any, this didn't need to be set in a real city. (laughs) Right. Right. Man. Well, we're going like old school episode status here with the full uh, house. (laughs) We got, we got a long episode going here. We want to talk a little turbo graphics tonight or we don't. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> are you sure you want to table that for later randall Fuck yeah, i want to table it put that we've in my been, pocket we've been tabling buddy. it for a while but yeah you got that anniversary coming up and got a little celebration a little less gaming time maybe so That's yeah maybe right. we'll table you know i just Daddy's man busy. you mentioned you mentioned air zonk earlier and it I was know, just such a perfect opportunity i was like wow I man you're too see. good you had to talk about Skyracket. You're like, we got to talk Skyracket. Like, hey, right, man, we're, we're, we're planting the seed for future episodes. That's how pro <laughs> we are over here. But uh, but yeah, I guess if we're, we're going to leave the Turbo Graphics uh, 16 Mini on the table for a future episode. <laughs> right. And I think we can wrap it up there for this week if everybody feels good. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Nice. I, lo- I should have just read into your uh, head shaking, Randall. I should have known but, uh, that, that we were going to table it. Um, but yeah, like, uh, we always say at the end of every episode, you can find us at pursuingpixels.com. You can email us if you want. We do forget to say that sometimes at pursuingpixels at gmail.com. Uh, I've been hopping on Twitch a little bit more often and uploading those videos to YouTube, like the null drifter ones I mentioned earlier. Um, I did another, uh, I think I mentioned a game called pong gin a long time ago on the podcast, yeah. uh, part of that, uh, game jam game makers toolkit game jam. I just checked out more of that developer put out a new game called Flanet. Hmm like flower and planet it's like a tower defense platformer and then i ended up checking out a bunch of his other games there's like a legend of zelda WarioWare hybrid Excuse type me? game called the legend of hippo yeah it's really Ooh, cool wow um so i did kind of, i did like three or four games that i checked out from him uh sebastian lind so i'll i'll put a link in the episode description but also yeah but i think i'm calling 
I forget what I named it, but I think it's just called like low key let's plays on our YouTube. And there's like a playlist because mm-hmm. I haven't been, I haven't had like the full mental capacity to do the 15 minutes of game, but I've had enough to just lay on the couch and just kind of put the mic <laughs> at a distance and yeah. just say, Hey, I'm going to play this game. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. We've been doing that. And then, uh, yeah, as always, you can just find all the links at the end of the episode description. Sorry. I'm rambling more, even more than usual at the end of this episode, but, it's uh, good rambling. Yeah, good rambling. Yeah, good plugs. Yeah. But uh, we'll be back next week as always. And until next time, we will uh, catch you then. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. See ya. At least they got rid of Jason Kidd, man. Jason Kidd. I fucking love that boy. I'm a, I'm I like a him. Kidd I like him by. as a player. He is not a good coach, man. I, yeah, I also probably don't think he's a very good coach, but I love. I, I, I don't love follow enough, but every time I ever watched, I would just be like, "What? Are, what are they doing?" But th- that was when they were pretty fucking bad, though. Oh yeah. How many players have actually transitioned to being good coaches, though? Be real, like. Especially in basketball, yeah. not very well, many. It depends. Like, also, I don't know if any coach really is like. This is me, just in general. I don't know if coaches actually make a difference in like, basketball, especially. That's true. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think like, did Phil Jackson really make a difference? Did Steve he Kerr, brought, like who made a bigger difference? Was it Michael Jordan or Phil Jackson? Yeah, it's like yeah, I like. Yeah. Like same with Steve Kerr did like Steve Kerr push them over the top or did all the players just like like actually hit their stride and like right yeah yeah I don't know I I think that coaches get a lot of credit too much credit yeah, yeah. like I agree with that and at the same time I think they get also too much blame like right. I don't know like if like when they just get fired after like a season oh yeah yeah. Like, even still, like, I was like, yeah, maybe Doc Rivers made some bad calls or, like, in the past couple of years. But, like, really, like, are the Clippers going to get any better with, like... Yeah, it's like the guy's got enough of a track record. It's like, it, like you changing your coach is not going to turn your team around. Yeah. Maybe fuck the Clippers, though. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't know enough about them. I, I want to hear Blake. Other than, like, I don't know. Blake I just don't snake. think they're that, like, likable at this point. Uh, is, okay, what's what's a likable team? I want to hear the what's Lakers. Oh, Shut up, LeBron. <laughs> Shut your fucking face. <laughs> Did they? They don't still have Blake Griffin, do they? No, because no. when they had like Detroit. Blake and Baron Davis and like those guys, I loved the Clippers yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh, I, I've always liked the Clippers on paper, just as like the little brother. Like yeah, the chip on the yeah. shoulder. Like they're never gonna be the Lakers. 